This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show here to give you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And you know what time it is, guys, right? You know what time it is? It's time for the gunshots, damn it. Because the Knicks beat the Dallas Mavericks 108 to 85. This is the same Dallas Mavericks who just won six in a row. This is the same Dallas Mavericks who just beat the Chicago Bulls. And they came to New York City and caught this L. All right, the Knicks once again held their opponent to under 100 points. Gunshots for these Knicks, man. And we are once again, we are 500 once again for the season. Gunshots for these Knicks, man. And this is all led by, you already know what it is, Brian, the Bodman. <laughs> Gives you 32 points, 7 rebounds, and 2 assists. Also, Giving you a hefty double double. Julius Randle, the man who has been booed, gives you 17 points, 12 rebounds, and 86, and a lead and a game-winning 29 plus 29 on the night. And of course, Mitchell Robinson, who gives you a healthy double double with 19 points and 10 rebounds and two blocks, and the Knicks win. And we're going to break it all down for you today. Before we break it down, you already know I'm going to introduce my guy, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G's in the building, and I got some stats for the people right here. RJ Bird, fifth game this season, 30-plus points, and also the Knicks have the best defense in the league since January 1st. The best defense in the league. I was going to say D in the league, but I didn't want to say Paul's. Defense in the league <laughs> since January third. Oh man, and I, 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 and listen, man. There's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of themes to talk about this game, man. Like I, I, I definitely feel like us being at home, us being able to get this extended practice time. Because don't forget, when you're on the road, you have less time to practice. You're going to these random gyms. Like we didn't even practice. In our last game on the road, we called because they was worried about the COVID. But we at home now. We get more practice time in. Guys able to get more shots up, and it seems like there's a continuity happening. This is the best that we've seen our starting five look all season, and I think continuity has a lot to do with it. I feel like familiarity with roles has a lot to do with it. I feel like Julius Randle being out awakened. The sleeping dragon within R.J. Barrett, and he's taking it to the next level. I feel like there's a lot of factors that's going into why the Knicks are coming to a head at this point of the season and just starting to, to put it together. And it's all looking beautiful from the, from the defense to Mitchell Robinson to the passing to the shot making. Everything is coming together. Everything is coming together, and it's, and it's little things that I still feel like need to be tweaked here and there, and that's. That's, you know, that has to do with a little bit Julius Randle. But even with my Julius Randle criticisms, looking at the plus minus stats, he's giving you plus 29 on the night. And he was super unselfish. So unselfish, in fact, you can see last play of the game, the, the crowd is chanting R.J. Barrett. 
Randall dribble, dribble, dribbles just to give RJ Barrett the ball so you get that step back three and give him your number 32 on your head. Man. <laughs> Whew. Whew. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I love this game, man. But break it, break it down. Break it down. What did you see today, Ryan? What did you see from today's game? And why do you think we're starting to get on a roll? <laughs> it's the first time in a long time I've seen the Knicks pass the ball the way they've been passing the ball this game. The amount of times I saw the Knicks actually penetrate into the paint and find Mitch wide open under the basket. Like, I don't remember the last time I've seen the Knicks actually do that on a repeated basis the nope. way they did that this game. And then the fact that Randall, yeah, Randall still has, you know, he still has some kinks he needs to work out. You know, the turnovers are kind of wild in this game. But at the same time, I did like the way Randall played today. He definitely played like he was interested in the game. He he looked engaged today, and mm-hmm. there was one play. There was one play where he actually set a solid screen. Yes, which for Burks, and then Burks found Randall, um, diving to the basket, and then when Randall got the ball, he passed that. He passed it to Mitch for the open dunk, and I was like, Randall, if you would just set screens like that all the time, what? Oh my God, Man. If you would just set screens like that all the time, it would benefit the Knicks so much, and you really can't complain about anybody's game tonight, especially the starting unit. It's the first time in a long time I've seen the starting unit actually dominate a game like this, collectively. Collectively. And I'm hoping because last season, the Knicks were the exact record that they were this season. And it's around this time where the Knicks really started to turn up and turn around. And I'm just hoping it just mirrors last season where now the Knicks are starting to round into form. The guys are getting used to each other, you know, gaining more, um, more trust more um more continuity with each other and things of that nature. I'm just hoping that this is the beginning of a shift and it and it starts with RJ Barrett. I mean RJ Barrett three this is his third thirty point game so far in the month of January. Like yeah, it's man. crazy. Uh, I mean, RJ Barrett's in this, in a groove. This is his ba- this best eight great eight game stretch of the season. Fifth time hitting 30, 30 plus points. And he seems like he's found He's 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 found that balance between playmaking, between driving to the basket, and between taking the mid range shot and the outside shot. Like uh, he got into a little of the role versus OKC, just going to the basket, and now he seems to mixing it up, and it's unlocking everything and everybody. I remember last year, Ryan, we were talking about there is a a synergy between R.J. Barrett and Mitchell Robinson. Like he to me, Barrett was the one who looked for Mitch the most. And when you're talking about keys to Obi Toppin, like you be like, oh, Derek Rose is the key to Obi Toppin. I feel like RJ Barrett is the key to, to Mitch Robinson a lot of times getting off. But uh I I'm I'm just so impressed today because it wasn't even just RJ Barrett who was giving it to Mitch, even though he's the guy who I feel like He's the trendsetter on the team who got Mitch involved. Yeah. You know, they do the the pick, the pick and roll with Mitch, and he gives you the lobs. Um, but but also it seems like other the other teammates are starting to follow suit. You've seen Evan look for Mitch now. We've seen Julius Randall look for Mitch, and it's becoming a, a total team effort. So much so much so that every starter on this squad has reached double digits. Digits, man. <laughs> it's like I can't even believe. I can't believe it. I, I, yeah. It's crazy because I think they had a, I think they had a crazy stat earlier where I think they said at the at halftime the Knicks had four starters in double digits and I think they said that was the first time the Knicks did that all season. It's like wow, 
The Knicks haven't had a game this season yet where four starters were in double digits before halftime. Absolutely. And even on the defensive side, we've also been talking about the defense has been looking better. And I think the first stage and the first reason why our defense is better is Mitchell Robinson is healthy again. (laughs) He's starting to give you more than 20 minutes a game of blocks and reboundings. And our defense is starting to look a lot better because of it. Uh, Two, it seems like... You know, they missed some open threes, but at the same time, we've made multiple efforts to run these guys off the three-point line. And we were very successful at that today. Yeah, so, most definitely. Yeah, so I feel like, in, in general, our defensive rotations have been a lot sharper. And maybe that's just this team being together for a longer period of time where, it, where they know what the coach wants for them. But it just seems like that part of the, our game is starting to click and hit to another level. And even Evan Fournier for the last few games hasn't annoyed me on defense. (laughs) (laughs) Which is something to be said. (laughs) Like, he's even, like, like he, I don't, I don't, I find myself not screaming at him as much anymore on on the defensive end. So it just seems like everybody's picking it up. And even Evan, Evan Fournier himself. The Evan Fournier we've seen over the last week and a half or so, Ryan, this is the Evan Fournier that we thought we were getting in the beginning of the season. Yeah, man, like, Evan Fournier, you see what Evan Fournier is with this team. Evan Fournier really doesn't have to score 20, 25 points a game. He doesn't have to do that with this team. If he can just put in consistent performances like he did tonight, you know, like contribute like 13, 14, 15 a game, along with having R.J. Barrett, Randall, or whoever else is going off, that's all we really need from Fournier. Just decent defense and contribute at least double digits on offense, even if it's 10 to 20 points a game. And he definitely showed – he definitely had a pretty good game tonight. He wasn't a, he wasn't that much of a defensive liability like he usually is, and I feel like that's because he's more engaged on offense, and I feel like when he's more engaged on offense, he pays a bit more attention on the defensive end of the floor. Because there, there were a couple times he was going to Luca. And yeah. I was like, oh, boy, barbecue chicken. Barbecue but then, chicken, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but it wasn't barbecue chicken, though. He actually held his own. So, Fournier, I just feel I just feel like if Fournier is just involved in the offense, you know, gives at least 10 to 20 a game and just plays decent defense, it's all good. Like, you know, Fournier, that's all he needs to do. Yo, everybody, our team defense was another level, man. Burks, even Burks is starting to look like, you know, He's coming back to normal because he's been horrible as a starter, except for the last two games. Today, you're looking at Alec Burke stats, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to queue up the Alec Burke stats real quick. Like, Alec Burks today, like, he gives you 10 points and six assists and eight rebounds on the night and also Ooh. two steals. And he's been, like, he's quietly been our steals leader on this team. I think I saw some, some a stat where he's given us, like, think like maybe nine or ten steals over the last four or five games don't don't quote me somewhere around that number Alec Burks like and and I'll say he's not my prototypical starting point guard that I would like to have he doesn't really to me he doesn't give you the advantage that you would have from a prototypical point guard who can kind of create more opportunity but you can't argue with six assists and when he's hitting shots like he is that's really all you can ask he's playing decent defense he's hitting shots and he's moving the ball and hitting the open man when he's hit, hit, moved the ball and hit the open man. And he was involved in one of the best plays of the game to me. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which was like what the who, how was it? It was like the pastor Randall who then... Yeah, it, Randy, yeah, Randall set the screen and then and then Burks went went around the screen and then Randall dove to the basket, then Burks found Randall, then Randall what? found Mitch. Right, exactly that Bruh. Oh. Exactly, exactly. Even Randall hitting screen, man. Even when we talk about guys, when we talk about Randall's body language and why he feels disengaged, even the today, okay, last game, right? Randall had a, a, a he had a pretty good rebounding game, and he also had a pretty good plus minus. But it's like when you look at his facial expressions, when you look at the way he hits screens, and you look at the way he runs, he doesn't seem like he's doing it hard. Only he he runs hard for the rebounds, but there's other things in between the game where it looks like he's not engaged. Today, I didn't see that. Like today, he looked more engaged. Like that screen he set to even free Mitch for that for that one of the favorite plays of the game. Like is, is what we want from him, and <laughs> this this entire time. So like, I'm man, I'm just I'm just I'm just young box for this whole team. I'm loving what we've seen today, and I can't man when Derrick Rose comes back to, to this. Derrick Rose comes back to this. Did it? Dude, come on now. Oh, there's gonna be now. problems. It's even though I, problems. even though I like what Grimes is giving us, but woo, woo, this I'm liking it. I'm like I'm liking how I'm liking what we're doing right now. I'm liking what we're doing. But shout out, shout outs. Hold on, before I, I see some people are are joining the the the, the calls, want to call in. Okay. Shout out to the chat. So hold on, me 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 big up the super chats before yeah, the game. The yeah, before we, the games even started, shout out to C. L. Kenrick who sends a five dollars super chat. Says thirty two points for Bodmon Barrett, nineteen points for Robinson, and seventeen for Ramel. Go New York, go New York, go. You can't write. And shout out to L. Marshall who sends a ten dollars super chat, and you know he just wants to send a flame emoji just because he know he likes that game <laughs> hot. That's all he wanted to do. Exactly. <laughs> shout out to you, to my guy. Ellen Marshall. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's go. We got three callers up. Okay. We got three callers up early. Let's go. All right. First caller up huh. is uh, we got Joseph. Shout out to Joseph. First caller. I think it's my boy, Joe, actually. JR. JR. What up? What up? JR. JR was good. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Ah, let's, let's go. go let's go. Yo, man. When RJ drove, man, and he pivoted and hit that fadeaway, man. Woo! Yo, that Son. felt so good, man. That's what that's what it was the team, man. We go through so many lows and so much just so much with this team that when they when they do good, man, like no team in sports feels better than when the Knicks it doesn't. No good. It doesn't. Like, yep. It doesn't get better than that. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't get better than that. And I also, I also, man, I, I need to man up. I need to man up and issue a public apology to Julius Randle. Mm. <sighs> I'm so happy, Leon. I'm not in his chair. I ain't training for Pokemon and two first. I'm gonna keep it one thousand, man. I'm gonna keep it one thousand. I'm really happy. That's why I'm not getting paid the millions. That's why I'm not in that chair, man. Cause yo, man, it's really like. But you see what it is with Julius, though. Like honestly, just to guard Julius, teams have to do something. Like they have to give something up. Just to guard him. He yeah. doesn't even have to score. Nope. All he has to do is make the pass. Yep. That's it. 
That's it. And I'm good. Like, he didn't even shoot good today. Y'all seen me. He, but I was following every single shot he took, every step back, every shot he took today. I was following, even though he didn't hit him. Yeah. Even though he didn't hit a lot of them. Yeah. It's not that complicated. Like, 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 and Julius, like, I was really down on him because obviously after that Detroit game, it was hard, man. Like, I can't remember the Knicks, like, like us going against a G League team, full fledged G League team, mm-hmm. and our best player couldn't see the court. Like, that was really hard for me to take. Like, that's why I got so low on Julius, man. And, and he's gone through the ringer, you know what I'm saying? In every way. You know what I'm saying? I really hope he can come out of this and keep this up. Yeah. Because it was nice to see. Yeah. It was nice to see. And something else we can't forget, boys. We can't forget about, we weren't totally wrong about Quentin Grimes needing minutes. Yeah. He might not yeah. be all over the stat sheet, but that, you can't be out with that man playing defense the way he does and not play defense. Yep. If you don't play defense after Quentin Grimes, you're going to you're gonna stick out like a sore thumb. You yeah. got to play defense because that man is playing defense. So, like, let's not take that for granted, too. Yeah, we've been playing defense. Um, what what you said, like, the best in the league since January, like, like, does that correlate when, when Grimes started getting minutes? Because it kind of feels like we've been turning it up ever since Grimes started getting burned. It's a lot of things, man. You know what I'm it kind of feels like that. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a culmination of things, man. I feel like it's a lot of things that's coming together at the same time. Rams is definitely is doing his thing. Like I said, I feel like Mitchell Robinson is having a stretch where he's healthy. He's lose. He's lost weight. He's been more active over the last few weeks. Um, I feel like maybe the, the rotations are getting better. I, I also feel like you know a lot of the teams that we've been playing, they haven't been the best. I think that has a lot to do with it as well. Mm-hmm. But um, you know we we can only play the teams that are in front of us, and just the fact that we're thumping these teams on the defensive end like we are. Is is a good sign in in itself. <laughs> so I, I'm not I'm not going to nitpick. Um, today was a a big win. I'm not taking anything away from this win. This team still won six in a row and beat Chicago. So yeah. I'm taking this win yeah. to the bank, straight up. <laughs> this was definitely we taking this one. We got this was the one we could puff our chest out because like we beat a team that had six straight games won. Like this wasn't a team that was middling. They were streaking, and yeah. we put an end to that. We put an end to that, and RJ put an end to the way RJ. I feel like he's he like he sees John Morant taking that step, and he's like looking because you know when he's done with everything he's doing with the team, he's sitting on his couch. You know he's looking at these highlights. <laughs> you know he's writing a stat down. His boys, mm-hmm. like yeah, I'm about to turn up. I'm not like because he looks bad. Like like if everybody around him blows, if even Garland pops, and like he's just. Middling, like, nah, he got to turn up, too. And, like, this yeah, is yeah. RJ's bag. This is RJ's bag. Like, th- there's different types of players. If you have, like, like, super elite athleticism, you can pop from the get from year one. Mm-hmm. But RJ's game is more flow, more strength. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a finesse, strength, bully ball, but really with finesse and skill. Yeah. Like, that's really his game. And, and, and that's fine. He can, like, m- maybe it took him three years. Maybe next year, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Man, if he can build on this, guys, this changes everything for us, man. It does. If and, he can build on this, yo, guys. And, and <laughs> you know, you know, people have been talking about giving RJ the keys for a while through the ups and downs. To me, this feel, this feels like, I'm not saying he has the keys now, but they gave him like, they gave him a key or two. Like they, yeah. <laughs> they gave him a tier two right. because I'm starting to see the playmaking 
run through RJ a lot more this game and last game than I have over the last, you know, the last, what, the first 30 games. And even RJ himself, he was even the same. He said he feels like things are getting easier and people are getting used to each other and people are knowing where their shots are going to come from and how to, you know, insert themselves in the game. So I think, I I, I think, the, I don't know if the coach, I don't know if the coach is trusting him more or Julius is giving the ball more or what, but it just seems like he's starting to handle the ball a lot more. And I like it. I like it. <laughs> it's yeah, on the court too. What you say? It's on the court. His mid range game that opens up so much for him. Yeah. The way he's been confidently pulling up from midi, like if yo man, he doesn't need to. This is just amazing to see because like we always, you know, we've been on RJ. We love RJ. We've been like wanting to see this for so long, mm-hmm. and he'll give us teases of this. But today, honestly, I like today more than the Pelicans game. I like Me too. today more than the – because Me he too. showed us more, like more range, like everything he can do. You know, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. You know, you know how you know it's a good night tonight? When we had a Nernan's Noel sighting, that it actually was productive. It started off a little shaky. He started off a little shaky with the Bambi legs when he first came. Yeah. But, you know, he, he, got, he got some good blocks in. He was know. serviceable, though. Yeah, he was know? serviceable. He was serviceable. Yeah, he was. More than what you can say for a lot this year. Exactly. Yo, man, this is it, y'all. Like, like, I really hope we've seen the worst of this team. Like y'all said, man, if we can do this, we don't even got to pop OT. We just can't fall off. If we can hold the fort down until D-Rose comes back, keeps building on this, mm-hmm. yo, I don't care, man. We get the right matchup in playing, playoff. I don't care, man. I'm going to be wild. I'm going to be all over the place. I don't care. Oh, we got it. Let's go, Nick. Let's go. Run up the lights. Let's go. Run up the lights. Run up the lights. Run it up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We in here. We here, y'all. Y'all boys, take it easy, man. Let's go, Nick. Uh, baby. Let's go. Right, <laughs> hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. And also, thank you yeah. guys for the, the super chats, man. It's helping keep the lights on. Uh, and also shout out, shout out to my writers, shout out to Ken, the editor, and shout out to Mikey, who actually he wrote an article about um, the inevitability of of Brunson becoming a Nick. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's playing Nostradamus. He's playing Nostradamus. So All definitely right. take a lot. Go to the nickatimeshow.com and definitely read that that article that it's up about Jalen Brunson becoming a New York Knicks next season. Gunshots. Gunshots for this win, man. Woo. RJ getting yes, it. Sir. RJ looking like he taking the keys. Evan Fournier looking like the Evan Fournier we thought we was going to get when we signed him. Our, our our big guys who's supposed to scoring are actually scoring. Our first unit is, is gelled together. Our second unit was the only – our second unit for once, they looked a little bit shaky. They almost tried to give the game away a little bit in that second quarter. But, you know, it's all right. It's okay. Tom Thibodeau, he pushed the right buttons. He mixed in the correct guys with the, the second unit with the first unit. And he came out with this win, man. He came out with this win. Yeah, man, most definitely. And um, speaking of the second unit, too, I actually kind of liked when R.J. Barrett was in there with the second unit. I've been saying I, that, man. Like, R.J. I, with the second <laughs> unit, it's, it's, it's flows. They run. He runs. It's synergy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's, because it, it's just for the simple fact that RJ Barrett, because the way the second unit runs, RJ Barrett can get so many easy baskets 
with the way with quickly running the point guard and how he speeds up the game and exactly. then all and then, then Barrett all Barrett has to do is streak to the basket and then when he has a full head of steam he's hard to stop. And yeah. it's like and I really I really do like it with that second unit. So it's like I like the way how Sibs kinda staggered minutes a bit where yeah, RJ was playing with that first team, but he also left RJ out there a bit with the second unit as well. So I liked how Thibs did that also. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask. So I have I have to give Thibs his props. I mean, he's still he's still playing guys a bit too much, but <laughs> I, I but I do like the fact that he kind of noticed that RJ does mess with that second unit as well and, and try to keep him in there with the second unit second unit for a few minutes as well. Absolutely, man. One of the plays of the game for me was the fast break when quickly saw RJ streaking because quickly quickly is not Burks. Burks is gonna trot the ball up. Like he's a prize winning, you know, poodle or something. Quickly <laughs> is running down that court at full speed like a bat of hell. Sees RJ Barrett coming down the right side, gets in the ball. And all next thing you know, it's a dunk on a fast break and the building is going wild. This is why I like RJ with the second unit. Not to say that he should be, shouldn't be starting. I just like to see him run a lot more. Because a lot of times I feel like he's running by himself sometimes. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, man. Also speaking of, also speaking of Brunson, too, could become a Nick. I think my man's just going to enjoy becoming a Nick because he ain't got the IQ no more on the defensive end. That's all I got to say about Ooh. that. <laughs> <laughs> man, yeah, man. Also, the shots are Grimes, too, because last the last game, I was like, I need Grimes to stop hesitating. And I think the coach actually said the same thing to him in the post game. The coach was like, we just need to shoot more. We just need to shoot more because he's he's – He's out there to shoot. He's unselfish sometimes to a fault. He just needs to shoot more. And a lot when that second unit started to lose the lead, in my mind, I'm 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 partially yelling at Grimes, like, when you get the ball, shoot it. Stop this passing nonsense. And then <laughs> when the sec when the first unit started to come back in the game and they left him out here, I feel like he was more deliberate in the shots he was taking and more aggressive. And he hit some pretty big threes to stop some momentum. So shout out to Grimes, man. And all, and of course, the the, the defense. The defense is Woo. the defense is otherworldly. The defense gotta love that defense from Grimes, man. Gotta yes, love sir. it. Never, 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 <laughs> never lost a step. All right, next caller up. I think we got Joseph this time, right? Let us know what you want to talk about. Yes, Joe. you do. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, you do. Yes, First sir. of all, I got a shout out to Nick of Time Podcast. Mm-hmm. Ordered my hat last week, yes, anticipating oh. it to come. That's right. I need that gun salute first of all for the Knicks tonight. Give me another gun salute, please. Got you, got you, got you. Got you. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, one of the things I'm gonna say tonight, and I said this to one of my friends when they were announcing all the former Knicks that were on the Mavericks. I'm looking like the Knicks is playing the Knicks. but we gave him the business yeah it's like george clinton and parliament said one nation under groove and the next nation was doing their thing what 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 can we say yeah we we need that when we need need to be we need to make sure that we beat our old selves we can't we gotta make we gotta do that just from a pride standpoint (laughs) of course like I've been in many situations from even last season where I was defending R.J. Barrett and I was defending Julius Randle. And I was telling people, even this year, I was saying to people, I said, look, it's it's a group of different guys. They got to get it together. But I got faith that they're going to do it. And look what they're doing right now. Yeah. It's, it's looking like, man, my, my next PTSD is kicking in, but it's looking like they figured something out. 
it's definitely looking like they figured something out. It looks like they figured out a little bit of a flow, and hopefully the flow keeps flowing, and we're able to run off some more wins because we still got um, we still got a few games where we got to take care of business at home, and then as the schedule gets tough, but well, let's let's pad these stats while we at home for real. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm gonna say one more thing, bro. I'm still anticipating when you get that when you get that press pass and you could be sitting there representing the Nick of Time podcast. I'm still man believing that's gonna happen. Yo, speak speak that into yes. existence, please. <laughs> yes, manifest I'm that. Speaking it. Tell me who I gotta write. Everybody. MSG <laughs> Spike. <laughs> Everybody. Do man. they know how hard y'all go for the Knicks? I don't as know. much as I call myself a diehard fan, when I look at Jay, I'm like, look, he's die hard. Man, listen, Joe know me from back in the day. Joe, Joe already know. Joe know about my battles, man. Joe know me arguing about Allen Houston versus 12, 12 guys in the room, just me trying to defend the Knicks, man. I, I've been at this a long time, man. <laughs> Once a Knicks look, fan, man. always a Knicks fan, man. Like, Tell him, Jay, our, our families is family. Facts. And we we done we done seen the, the thick and the miry, but now after all the years of crying, now we got joy. Hey, wait, we we got a way to go. Yeah, we, we still yeah, got a yeah, way to go. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate the sentiments and the and the heartfelt heartstrings, <laughs> and we got joy. When, when we gonna get joy when we have the the. <laughs> the trophy when we holding the big trophy then you, i'm gonna call you joe you get that same speech all right but i'm <laughs> prophesizing right now i'm prophesizing i ain't <laughs> prophesizing call that into existence call out into existence. Yeah. yes sir y'all right. brothers be blessed keep doing it as soon as i get my hat i'm gonna take my picture i'm gonna put it up on facebook i'm gonna put it up on instagram right. and i'm gonna tell everybody get your gear Get your gear, man. Rep, 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 yeah. man. So y'all be blessed. All right, salute. Salute All to right, my guy, too, Joe. Man, All right, salute. He's like, yo, Joe is like, we beat the Mavericks. You're getting a chip. Like, not yet. Hold on, not yet. It's coming, it's coming. It's due time, it's due time. It's coming. It's due time, it's due time. <laughs> but yo, shout out, to, shout out to the picks for Timmy who gives that call a five. Shout out to Randall Evans. Shout out to Vibe Shop. Shout out to my... my my uh, real fake cousin Winston Ellis, shout out to you. Shout out to I'm Forever Cash. It says KOT unbiased, unfiltered Knicks talk. That's a fact. I'll tell her how it is. <laughs> Unpopular or popular. I'll say it. And shout out to Reppin' Old School who gives us a 1999 Ooh. Super Chat. Bullet. 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 And uh, he don't want to say nothing. He just, he just want to support. I appreciate you, Reppin' Old School. All right. All right. And you know what we got? We got um, Roy already hit. He already hit me early. He's like, "Yo, Jay Ellis on back Saturday." I'm like, "Let's go." Uh oh, the full crew gonna be back. Yeah, the we back. Be back. Yeah, full crew back Saturday, man. <laughs> Can't wait to have Roy back here and, and chop it up. I miss my brother. Yeah, I miss my brother. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next caller up is uh the the regulars. One of the regulars. Big Reaper. What's going on, Reaper? Let us know what you want to talk about. Hey, what's up, Jay Ellis? Hey, what's up, Brian G? Hey, Jay, Thank you guys for picking my call. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm really happy about the win today. We look really good. It's like, it's, uh, 
I mean, like every, you know, I, I, these wins we've been getting the past few games has been like, you know, we've just been looking better and better, which is good. I'm happy they're running more. The offense more through RJ. Mm-hmm. It just looks a lot better. And, um, you know, and obviously like less turnovers, you know, when you're doing it through him. And then it just looks a lot more smoother too. You know, there's a lot more emotion, you know, when he's, uh, when, when we're running it through, uh, through him. Mm-hmm. And so it just really looks good. So everybody played really well. You know, I'm really, you know, happy we got Nerlens back. And he actually, he looked, uh, he was productive today, which was good. It wasn't, you know, I didn't, it, it wasn't like he, it wasn't a liability or anything like that. So he was good. And then Mitchell Robinson, I was really happy that they started finally, you know, they're trying to find him more right. in, the, uh, yeah. in the paint. <laughs> I was like, the whole year, I'm like, I just don't understand it. Like, why they have such problems just getting the ball to him. When he's standing, when he has his man sealed off, and he's standing right there. But you know, I'm happy they did it today, which is really good. So hopefully that continues too, because that'll really help you know the whole team out a lot. You know, absolutely. And uh, for Julius, you know, it's like um, he played a much better game today in terms of like rebounding. The defense was pretty was pretty solid. Um, also on the offensive end, you know, playmaking, he did a pretty decent job. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, getting, you know, some assist to people, you know, but, you know, he had, you know, five turnovers. I'm not trying to be negative on him. But, no, no, you know, it happened. It happened. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> happened. I don't want to, I don't want to put lipstick on a pig and tell you guys it's a beauty queen or anything like that. So, um, but yeah, and his shooting, you know, he shot only 35%. So I'm just hoping that, you know, hopefully that picks up. It's like, that's why I, I prefer that they just kind of keep running it more through RJ. Me too. If they keep running through RJ, maybe it takes a lot of pressure off Julius and maybe he'll slowly come along and um, and start, you know, because both of both RJ and Julius, they've been really struggling this season with efficiency. Um, like, you know, I've been kind of counting. Uh, last time I told you guys, RJ, I think the last game was his 11th uh, game where he shot like over 45% out of like 41 games. Mm-hmm. So this is number 12. Julius is still stuck at 11. So out of 42 games, he's got 45% only 11 times in a game. And most of those, uh, most of the other games, he's shooting like below 40%, you know. So so hopefully, you know, hopefully it gets better, you know. Yeah. And uh, But, yeah, overall, it was, it's a really good win, you know. And then also Mitchell Robinson, like now that Nerlens is back, like his minutes is it, starting to make a little more sense because I was getting worried where he, like, it seemed like Thibodeau started creeping above 30 minutes with Mitchell Robinson. Right. But now that Nerlens is back, now it's back to 25. So hopefully that's what it is going forward. Because you don't want your big man. Because I, I think most big men in the league, like all the teams, I don't even think they played a big man more than 30 minutes a game. You know, if you look at a lot of them, they average only like 28, 28 to 30 minutes. Right. You know, so so that's a good thing too. So I'm I'm, I'm just happy about it, you know, overall. So it's really good, you know. I agree. And thank you guys for taking my call, man. It was really good. Hopefully they keep it going. Absolutely, absolutely. Shout yes, to, sir. Shout to my guy Reed. Yeah, and he, he touched on something that we kind of talked about, but like it wasn't the perfect game for Randall. Like it's funny because the shots he made were some of them were kind of like some difficult isolation shots, right? And it, it didn't seem like it was in the flow of the offense to me. But you know, we mm-hmm. hit a couple of those early. Um, but then I felt like, you know, even though he had a couple of those early, he started to take more of those in that third quarter or second quarter or so. And I didn't like all those shots. I didn't like all of them. But, you know, I felt like when he started to go to the basket, get fouled, start to blow guy with guys, 
I feel like he started to kind of turn turn the game around. Um, and also the assists, the five turnovers, they're bad, but you just can't argue with the assists. You got, you got eight assists, and you got a couple of hockey assists too. So, and the plus minus, man, is one of those games where the plus minus didn't lie. Like, he had one of the best plus minuses um, in the team, and the attention he attracts is real, and the passes he makes to people are real. And when they're hitting him, because, you know, sometimes he's creating those looks and people aren't hitting him. Today they are hitting him. And yeah. now he looks even better when they're hitting him. <laughs> yeah, with Randall today, I'll say this about Randall. I did like his shot selection in the first quarter. I felt like his shot selection was really good in the first quarter because he took, I think, Finney Smith in the, in the paint like maybe like a couple of times because mm-hmm. he, he saw the size of his advantage and took advantage of Smith. I think one time he got close to the basket, and I don't know if it was either a floater or something like that, but, but he scored it. He scored off of that, and then I think another time um, he because he because he had the smaller guy on him, it caused a double team, and then he and then he it, it forced him to push the you know to pass the ball, and then you know it scrambled around. I think one of them got back to Burks for open three as well. So I think Randall made right decision within the first quarter. I think what happened was that my man saw the first quarter win, so he was like, okay, Point Randall is back. Exactly, you know, I'm point, back, baby. Point Randall, exactly, <laughs> Point Randall is back. So then you know my man start, my man wanted to do more. To, as the game went on, but you know, he noticed that you know five turnovers. Point Randall ain't back fully. You know, it, it, it had a glimpse of the first quarter, but it ain't back. It ain't back fully, and my, and my guy just got you know out of hand for a right. little bit. But hopefully, you know, next game, you know, he'll you know he'll study the you know the game footage and notice where he went wrong with the turnovers, and hopefully next time he'll keep it to at least under three turnovers. Yeah, if, if our guys are gonna make shots though, and if RJ he's playing the way um he's playing. Then and the defense keeps playing at the high level that it is. Um, we I think we'll be I think we'll be okay, and we'll be able to kind of play through his mistakes and trying to figure out when his shots are coming or not. But like, it, it can't be it can't be he can't it can't be he's missing shots and Evan and Evan is having a career low from three and RJ's having a career low. Like everybody can't be in trouble at the same time. So if one exactly. person's in trouble and everybody else has figured it out. We can do something with that. <laughs> exactly. And like I said earlier, like we don't really need anybody to have explosive games. You know, if we can at least get, you know, like RJ Barrett had the, had the explosive game tonight, mm-hmm. which is which is a great thing. But like, you know, Randall had 17. Evan Fournier had 13. You know, that's contributing to the game. Like you said, it's bad when all got, when everybody can't score baskets. That's when it's really terrible. But when you at least have guys that can at least give you at least you know, 15 points a game, 15 to 20 points a game, and then, you know, you have that one guy that can explode or whatever the case may be. That's mm-hmm. all the Knicks really need. Like, Knicks don't need all guys to explode at the same time. Just contribute something every game. Right. Exactly, exactly. Just contribute something to every game, and and we'll be fine. And we will be fine. Especially the defense holds up. Um, Next caller. I think we have another caller. Next call up, let us know what your name is, where you're from, and what you want to talk about. Caller? Caller? Do we have a caller? Or maybe you don't? Am I bugging? I, I, I guess not, then. Okay. I, I, I counted three <laughs> in my head. That was... Oh, that was three. Okay, you know what? I'm yeah, bugging. Was, yeah. I'm bugging. <laughs> my bad. 
That's I, a, I thought we had a fourth caller. That's why I was like, bro. oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> bro, for me, I thought we had a caller. Anyway. <laughs> but um, you know what? The only thing, other thing I want to talk about, too, is um, Deuce McBride, man, with all the problems that we're having at point guard and things of that nature, Deuce McBride goes back to the G League. And um, you know what? Two things I might actually want to talk about. Deuce McBride is going back to the G League, and he's looking all right. He's looking all right. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad they made this move because I feel like when Deuce first got into the game, he was kind of building off the momentum he had with the G League with, with, with his confidence and his hitting his step-back threes and setting people up and shooting the mid-range. And then once he got to the Knicks and, um, and he kind of crapped the bed on that Raptors game, it seemed like he was having problems kind of finding some of his, his confidence. But um, it's, it seems like now that you know he he went to Westchester, he had a pretty good night. He had, a, I think, he had a career high, yeah, thirty nine points. 30, yeah, thirty nine. Yeah, I believe so. Yep, career high, thirty nine points, eight rebounds, seven assists, five steals, five three pointers made for Deuce McBride when he was playing um with the Westchester Knicks. And Sims got some some burn in there too as well. So hopefully, it would, you know, if Deuce gets his his number called again, he can bring that same fearlessness he brought when we were playing Houston, and you know, we got excited about him because he he has it. He just has to be able to bring it here on a bigger stage. Yeah, I think it's pretty telling when a guy's on an NBA roster and he's not really getting much burn, but then but then you can send him down to the G League after he hasn't played in a few games and just drop thirty nine. Right. I mean. That's pretty telling right there that Deuce is definitely an NBA player. It's just a matter of time. You know, it's, it's just that at the moment he has guys ahead of him, and it's just a matter of time, you know, for him to get those minutes consistently. Then once he gets those minutes consistently, he'll show that he definitely belongs in the league. So, you know, it's good to see, you know, Deuce get some burn, you know, so he can stay in rhythm just in case the Knicks need him in games. But it definitely shows that he's NBA caliber, just a matter of him getting minutes. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Also, there's one other thing I want to talk about. I didn't really plan to talk about it, really. But um, I guess I could, I could mention it. And, and that is, there's some news. There's some news. There's some news happening in, in Knicks Nation. And I think this is very popular news from a lot of the people who, who are following Knicks. And, and they're talking about free agency and who they want to trade for and who they want to bring in. And that is, hold on, hold on. Why, why can't I find it? The Knicks are interested in uh, a certain Duke running mate of R.J. Barrett and Cam Reddish. You already know that Cam Reddish, he was he's with the Atlanta Hawks. He's been buried under the bench, and he's a potential 3 and D guy. He hasn't been really productive as of yet there, but he's had a few good games. I think he's had a couple of 30-point games there as well. So, and uh, I can see, you know, it, 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 I can definitely see a possibility of Cam being reunited with your boy R.J. Barrett. What do you think of um, having Cam rejoin the Knicks or join the Knicks rather? Um, well, Cam definitely fits within the timeline of timeline of the team with the young players on the squad. You know, Cam definitely fits in that way. Um, he's a yeah, he's a three and D guard. Well, three and D wing, I should say. Um. It's funny because when you look at the Knicks, I don't really see wing help as the something need. the Knicks really need. 
Right. I don't really see, you know, and that's where I'm like, I don't know where the interest in Cam Reddish comes from because it's like, who are you going to give up for Cam Reddish so that when you bring Cam Reddish in for him to get playing time, I'm not really sure how that's going to work out per se. But if you look at Cam Reddish, like Cam Reddish is a nice piece to trade for because at this point he should be cheap. Because it's not like he's putting up huge numbers in Atlanta. It's not even it's not even like he's getting consistent playing time in Atlanta. So it's a player it's a young player that you could take a chance at and see if he would work out on your squad. It's just that with the Knicks roster set up the way it is, I don't really see where's the space for another wing. Yeah, it's one of those things where the Knicks I feel like the Knicks are gonna make moves kind of depending on where they are during the trade deadline. Um, you know, trade deadline. Like, I think what, what I think we can make trades on February tenth. It's just like about a month. If the Knicks start to keep winning these games, I feel like it's less and less likely that we make a big move for like a Miles Turner or you know a Jeremy or Jeremy Grant. I feel like at that point, the the guys upstairs are going to want to keep some continuity and really make small moves, kind of like. Derrick Rose move, which you, even though you know Derrick Rose is a small move, but it's small in the sense that you know we're trading somebody like Dennis Smith Jr., who's not getting playing time, and bringing somebody else in, right? When it, so, the thing is, Cam Reddish to me would be would to me count as a small move because I can't really envision the Knicks giving up anybody who's getting playing time for him, and like you said, Ryan. I can't see him playing over Evan Fournier if Evan Fournier keeps this up. Is he going to play over over um, Grimes? I don't see him playing over Grimes. I definitely don't see him playing over RJ. And then when Derrick Rose comes back, like it's going to be harder for him to get minutes. And I don't see him playing over Alec Burks either. So yeah. like I, I feel like he's one of those guys where he can be a nice potential piece. But it's going to be rough for him to get playing time unless we make some moves to clear up space. And I'm not sure if we keep if we're rolling and we're at a certain place by the deadline where we're over 500 or a few games over 500. I don't maybe we make that move, but I don't see him getting any playing time. Um, And then he'll end up being in the same position he is on the Knicks that he is on the Hawks. Really? So. Yeah, pretty much. I don't. I don't really see the space for another wing. So, I mean, you know, the Knicks are interested in him. That's good, but it's it's not a major need for the Knicks at the moment. Right. I guess the only reason I can see maybe I can maybe see it happening if though the Knicks swing for the fences, they, they package up up a bunch of wings, and because they package up a bunch of wings to bring somebody else in here, then they're like, all right, let me get a pick. And we'll use the pick, or we can get Kevin Knox, and we'll use that and swap in uh, of Cam Reddish. That's the only way I can really, really see it happening in my head. Anyway, um, yeah, but yeah, all right. Next caller up, I see my guy. Tell him, Alejandro. <laughs> hey, 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 testing, 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 testing. 
Testing, testing. Hey, how you doing, J. Ellis? Hey, how you doing, Stats and Facts, Ryan G? Hey, how you doing, KOT Show? Yeah. Let's turn this thing up. Let's First, go. We've been out here cooking crazy, okay? We've been out here cooking crazy. We looking sexy. I'm hyped. I sit here and I look at the schedule. Mm. Here is what I see. Mm. I see a pack that we will be smoking on on Saturday. Oh, An yeah. Atlanta Hall yes. pack. Yes. <laughs> Who has been dominating for the New York Knicks? Mitchell Robinson. He has been dominating. I keep pointing out how softy Clint Capella, the vacation center, was big and bad against Todd Gibson. <laughs> he ain't ready for no Mitch. Not Mitch is 2-0 and on him this season. And now we got 21 minutes out of Mr. Noel tonight. You know we was lying about the COVID. It was the knee. You know we was lying. But yeah. now we got some, some burn from him tonight. So we're going to see what the vacation center going to be doing on Saturday. Because as I sit here looking at the schedule, guess what? The Hawks is going to be on a back-to-back. Mm. And on Friday, on the Friday, guess where they're going to be at? They're going to be going up against the Miami Heat, smoking, drinking, and turning up. Oh, oh okay. We're going to be militant pulling up Saturday in our third arena because we got the Brooklyn Arena, that's the Barclays, and we got their arena, facts. okay, the State the no. State Farm Arena. All okay, facts. That's, that's another one of our home arenas, okay. We took – we commandeered that arena earlier I around like Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. I like that. <laughs> yep, yep. So with that being said, they're going to be um, hungover. And we're gonna be punishing them, and and keep in mind the Georgia Bulldogs just won the national championship, so you know. Yeah, and Trey Young was tweeting and all that. Quavo was out there. They not focused. Oh, they party. They not militant. <laughs> they are not determined. They wilding out. Mm-hmm. We yep. not playing around. We lost to them, and they took advantage. They was talking all that trash in that four one series. They swore up and down that they was nice, and all they really did was beat us. And at the time, that wasn't that impressive, but they thought it was. And that's where they messed up because we making the uh, – let me point something out. These clowns thought it would be a good idea to have psych, um, um, resurface on the internet their strategy against us, showing that, oh, do this against Reggie Bullock. Oh, oh I remember that. Alfred Payton. You remember that, right? <laughs> yeah. How do you allow the people who, you know, you have beef with to see – the strategy to now allow them to make the necessary adjustments to come back and bust up your behind. And like I said, they're going to be in Miami. Wildin'. So don't worry. Saturday we smoking that pack. I guarantee the pack will be smoked on Saturday. Shout out to the Knicks who's been playing good. Julius Randle, he's been inconsistent beefing with the fans. But lately, for me at least, he's been allowing the game to come to him when he has not had it going on. He starts the game off. Tries to score, sees he's not wet tonight. All right, RJ, do your thing. I like that. It's a, it's, Me too. He's deferring. Maybe not how we want him to, but hey, it is what it is because Rowan Alexander Barrett oh. has been cooking. <laughs> it is what it is, man. The boy been going off, and I'm happy to see that. Now, I will say this because, you know, we're getting closer to the trade deadline. Some people want to make moves. I feel like we're going to make a small move, not mm-hmm. a big move, not a big sexy move. But if we do make a big sexy move, Two players I would like, SGA, the Canadian for the OKC Thunder, Shea Gilders, Alexander, or De'Aaron Fox. Those are two guys I love, 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 love. Mm. I'm actually watching the Lakers game right now. They're going against Fox and the Kings. But with that being said, I just got to break hearts. If we bust a move, yes, we will be giving up a lot of draft picks, but I see it already. Obi would be in a trade. I'm just letting everybody know. That breaks my heart. It breaks my heart, but it's it's obvious at this point. There was a point, not in this game, last game. I forgot who we played. In the last game, fourth quarter, nine minutes something seconds, 
Obi got taken out of the game, and for the first time, I saw nasty body language from him, Me and too. I felt bad. Cause yeah. You know he's an energy guy. Mm -hmm. You know he wants to be pumped up and hyped up. This game, he wasn't like that. He was he was getting hyped when you know the team was making good plays, but I felt bad for him. Me too. Because I know he wants to make an impact. He has improved this season compared to last season, and you know it's tough that. It is what it is with this coach. He'll never be probably able to reach his maximum potential. And, it, you know, it's tough. But if we make a trade, I hope y'all – a big trade. I hope other Knicks fans are ready to trade Obi. I'm not ready to trade him. So I don't want any big, any, uh, big trades. I want to just get healthy, get Kemba healthy, get D-Rose healthy, and run with what we got. Make a small move, whether it's a Cam Reddish or whatever. Right, right. Maybe something under the table that we don't even see at the moment, you know? I agree. But as yeah. of now – I like how we rolling. I think we're going to cook Saturday. I really, really, really do. If we lose Saturday, I'm going to be surprised. And we have two days rest, if I'm not mistaken, Thursday and Friday. So we're looking good, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Knicks Nation, stand tall. Get ready to smoke that pack on Saturday night. KOT Show, y'all keep cooking. K-N-I-C-K-S, Knicks. Let's go. Yes, sir. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm man with the energy, 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 man. Ooh, we had a lot to say, too. He's like, we're cooking these birds on, on Saturday. I agree with that for sure. Um, yep. He wants De'Aaron Fox. I, you already know B, Ryan. I'm a De'Aaron yeah, Fox that, that's fan. Yeah, that's your boy right there. That's my boy Fox. right there. He's having a down year. He, he just costs so much money. He costs so much money. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, he do. He got big contract. But, but so does Shea Gilders Alexander, though, SGA. Yeah. He has a big contract as well, so... Yeah, it's, it, it, it seems like there's more. It seems, it seems like Shea's having a better year. Like I, I, but the thing, the big thing with De'Aaron Fox is the shooting. The shooting has has um slumped. I don't know. I feel like he can bring that back up eventually because he's still young and he's not scared to shoot it like you know Ben Simmons is. Like I know he's gonna. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> he's honestly, I, honestly, I feel like with De'Aaron Fox, a change of scenery. I honestly feel that. I honestly feel that if he goes to a place where he knows he has more of a chance to win, right? I feel like he's. I feel like he's gonna turn up. I feel like it's a possibility he can turn up too. But uh, if it happened, I'll be super sad. I'll be. Ex I'll be sad and happy because I already knew Obi has to be involved. Um, I'm also be very nervous that IQ is involved because I've gone. I've gone quite fond of IQ <laughs> and his three point <laughs> shooting, and we definitely need that moving forward. Um. But like I said before too, I'm also looking at the, the less expensive option at the Cavs. Of of of, he's not as sexy as De'Aaron Fox, but he can shoot, and he can score, and he's injured right now, and the Cavs might not need him, and he might cost less money, cost less assets, and you know, won't be on our books as hard as De'Aaron Fox. Um, but I digress. I digress. Both of them, both of them will be a kind of a risk, in my opinion. But it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. At least with Sexton, Sexton would probably be a cheap risk because, yeah. like you said, he's coming off an injury. Um, I believe, I don't know if it's next. I don't know if it's after next season or the season after that. But he's going to be a free agent. So it's like, you know, with Sexton, you could take your, you could take your, um, because you have to remember before he got injured, Sexton was. Killing like Sexton yeah. was averaging like twenty five a game or something like that. Yeah, he was. So, killing. yeah, so I think Sex Sexton would be a you know a cheap um a cheap choice if you're gonna trade for a point guard. But um, yeah, you gotta wait and see. Yeah, he's one of those guys where I feel like 
you know, he can turn around and be good. Like, people, sometimes people bail on these young guys way too early. Like, I remember, yo, remember we was doing a show last, two summers ago, uh, Ryan, I was like, I was sold on Zach Levine. I was sold on Zach Levine. I was like, yo, Zach Levine can shoot threes, can do this, can do that. Like, I look at that official product, y'all say, no, 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 Zach Levine. If Zach Levine was a Nick uniform, I would jump on that. And, <laughs> nah, you crazy, jealous, Nick. It's like yeah, he's not looking, not, not looking too crazy now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't be down on these players under 26 too fast, especially if, if a young player is scoring over 20 points a game, and he's under 26 years old. Like sometimes you gotta be like, man, he might just figure it out. He might just figure it out. He yeah. figure this on the e He already figured out this much. But you know, yeah, because I, I, I digress. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I, I I don't know if you remember because. The year Sexton was drafted, I actually wanted the Knicks to draft Sexton. You did. Oh yeah, I, I was I was big on Sexton because I seen the dude play in college. I like the way he played in college and in the NBA. The only thing with Sexton is that yeah, his size might be an issue because he's like maybe six one or something like that. But the guy can score and he does show effort on the defensive end. It's just a matter of him just putting it all together. Right. Exactly. You know, and he's a and he's a young guard still, so he has time. So I'd say I'd say it's a risk for a cheap risk. I take it. Right. The biggest thing I've been hearing about Sexton is his attitude. I've been hearing attitude things with him. Mm-hmm. That's the that might be like the the only thing I'm like, dang, how's his like? Do you want the bad attitude thing in New York? Um, the, the one edge I do give to De'Aaron Fox is he's always seemed like a kid who's been all like good attitude from college, and like everybody seemed to love him. Like his teammates seemed to love him when he was in college. De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know if it's true or false. But you haven't been hearing good things about Sexton's attitude when he's been in the NBA. But you know, I digress. You got more callers up, so we've been giving some time, some 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 time, some air time. But nice little chat, Ryan. Yes, <laughs> Five conversations. You can tell we've been at this KOT show for a long time. The conversations we've even talking about are conversations we had when we were weren't even streaming live. We were just recording. Yeah, in, in the garage. In the garage. And then uploading it later. So those are like old, old, old episodes. Like super old episodes. But shout out to shout out to the old KOT show. Man, I still want to do like um like a Ryan Kathy G. I still want I still want to do one of those. I know I know the timing might not be right right now. Yeah. But I still would like to do like a couple of those, even though it probably it seems like it was it wasn't meant to have like an every week thing, but you know, like a couple of Three or four episodes a year or something. Like a once in a while or something, you know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like I think that would be cool if we were able to do that. That like that'd be that'd be dope. But um, yo, our next caller up, we got JT man. JT, let us know what you want to talk about and and yeah, that's it. What what do you want to talk about, JT? Yeah. With the energy, <laughs> the Bodman, you already know. Nine God, Mumbo, whatever his, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, man. gunshot. The gunshots is off, man. The gunshots. <laughs> Just a uh, comment on that. I would definitely be all for a reunion with the Fantastic Four. 
Mr. Ryan, uh, Mr. Man with the Stacks and the Fastest, Black Girl Magic. I can't remember what the other guy's nickname was, but mm. it'll be great, especially that you got callers calling in. I think it'll be a great episode. So if y'all can make that happen for us OG KOT fans, that'll be great. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> next, next thing, great game. The starting five looked amazing. Randu, I like what I saw. I like the body. I like the energy. We all keep saying he's not a number one, and I love it that he's showing. He's not a number one. When you don't got it, he's mm-hmm. giving the ball up, and he's doing effective things on the floor. He's not forcing it. So I'm all for it. I'm happy. I'm happy with what I saw. RJ, can't say enough. Gunshots. Just just, just hit the gunshots for like two minutes for RJ. He's showing who he's on the field. It goes back to what you were saying earlier, how everybody's just so get down on these players so quick. Like two seasons, they got to show either they it or they not. And it's like, Yo, how many guys won a ring as the number one guy their second year or third year in the league? Please tell me. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Let him cook. <laughs> let him cook. So that's, exactly. You got to let it cook. So that's definitely it with that. Uh, like we said, Fournier is definitely showing us finally, you know, he's doing what we want him to do, what we paid for. Exactly what I said last episode. Mitch. Gunshots for Mitch. Yes. Mitch is looking like Senna. Yeah, he's man. looking like he's seven feet tall. I'm, I was screaming like, finally, get up there. Bless yeah. it. Like, just, yeah. just do what you got to do. So, I'm definitely, like, just going, Um, only concern, like I said before, like everybody keeps saying, the minutes that these guys are playing. That's the only thing. What good is it to make it to the playoffs and these guys are burnt out? They can't even play five minutes. So, I'm very much so waiting for D. Rose to get back because I feel like he's the engine that's going to drive the second unit. And once you do that, everybody's going to cook. Everybody's going to fester. Talking about the trade talk, everybody keep like, I don't see the Knicks being able to make a good trade right now because if you have to make a good trade, that person going to get effective minutes and we're going to be happy. In my opinion, three people got to go. It's either Fournier, Burks, or Noel. Right. If those three mm-hmm. don't go, and everybody keeps saying get rid of um, everybody. For us to be happy, I'm sorry, for us to be happy. Okay. Because I don't think a lot of people want Quick to go. I don't. And I don't think people want Obi to go, even though we all say we want him to go to free him, but same thing. Right. So with that being said, if we do like a notch in a trade and a pick for Cam Reddish, guess what that do? Quinn Grimes, who's that? He ain't playing no more. <laughs> Only three people going to Cam. <laughs> you think so? I don't think it's going to be that simple, dog. I, I... No, because it's already don't like playing rooks. So if Cam comes in and gives you everything Quinn Grimes is, which is exactly what it is, a three and big wing, and he can shoot from the outside, that's it. Quinn Grimes, go to the G League, bro. You're not, we're not seeing you no more. We're not seeing you anymore. <laughs> like, oh, if Fournier ain't got it or Burst ain't got it and Tip actually trusts you, but we know who our coach is. This man is going to live and die with his vets. He's going to live and die with them. So he's not going to – he's you, I could be wrong, unless it was COVID protocol, but it's like that's going to be the rotation. That's just my opinion. Of course, I could be wrong. And then as far as the point guard battle is concerned, what scares me is, oh, Kimba. We got to get rid of Kimba, too, because if not, I mean, Tibbs already benched Kimba once, but Kimba showed out, played a week, mm-hmm. the whole nine. Yep. So who's jumping in front of him in roles when both of them are healthy? Yeah, that's, that's... – So you have to get rid of one or the other. That's the real conundrum because, you know, and you're absolutely right about that because right now the rotation is a little bit easier to deal with. Um, you know, everybody's happy because Grimes is getting minutes. But Kemba comes back, Derrick Rose goes back. 
we were right back to uh oh. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, exactly. We, we were right back pretty to uh oh. That's what I'm saying. Like right now we we're 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 good because of injury, so these guys are getting minutes. Well, some of them barely. But once everybody's healthy and we're thinking later on, playoff time, et cetera, that's why it's like it's really like I keep my opinion, it's hard for us to really do an effective trade to really it's hard for us to do an effective trade that's really gonna like catapult us into where we wanna be. Because everybody wants Grant, so how many pieces are we giving up for Grant? And is Grant really gonna play behind Randall or are we gonna because if we get if we get Grant, Forney has to be in the deal. Has to, because Grant is going to be a starter, and then is Grant even going to play the three? So it's I, just it, it's like it's not the best time, my opinion. It's like I don't it's not the best time to make a move. You think? Work. Yeah, it's I, not. It really isn't. We have too many intangibles. Yeah, it, it just seems like we might. It just seems like if we were to make a move, it would it would be to like addition, like subtraction stuff because isn't we're not going to be able to keep everybody yeah. happy. Like you said, like like exactly. we might be in that. His rotation. Shout out to. Go ahead. My bad. My bad. <laughs> now I'm saying, and um, who said it? Uh, and Winston Ellis. Shout out to you. Tibbs ain't changing his rotation. He's not gonna like. We're just figuring it out now. You really think he's gonna throw a monkey wrench and start switching stuff up? Yeah, this, this is gonna be interesting, man. Because right now, like you said, we've been having one of the, the, the best defenses in the league with Kemba out. You already know what he thinks about Kemba in the defense. So yeah. like it's gonna be yes. He he loves his Alec Burke. So it's gonna it's man when Kemba comes back because Kemba's been close. It's gonna be interesting. Exactly. It's gonna be interesting so, to see who gets moved. It, like, it really is. I'm gonna have my popcorn. I'm gonna see everybody with the with their uh, flame throws and their torches ready to just burn something down because ain't nobody gonna be happy. Something if if a trade is made, somebody gonna be pissed off. That's just my opinion. I agree. Yeah, man. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Good call. You got me <laughs> thinking, like, man, maybe we should just make a move just because. <laughs> the thing I, is, I don't see like you guys have real, failed to realize last year. Dennis Adrian was perfect because we were trying to put him in the game, and he just wasn't working out. Right. So the minutes we wanted to give him, Rose ate those minutes, and it was perfect. Right now, everyone, even though we don't like it, they have their role. Yep. They, we have their role. It's like, okay, so what do you do now? Do you move Alec Burks and Knox and just to, like, just to, like, clear some space when Kemba comes back? But then even that seems silly because Alec Burks, you, you figure Alec Burks has a few more years to give. You clearing cap so you give Kemba some more yeah. run, and then Kemba is, like, out the league next year because you're here to see his knees are giving out. Like, is that even a smart move? To give somebody who can give us a little bit more for years than Kemba, who might be, you know, on his last leg. Like, I don't There's a lot to think through there. My hey, brain is going now. Exactly. <laughs> well, Burks, Burks has been known as Mr. Fourth Quarter. So, you can you imagine how that's going to look if we give him up and it's somebody who can't produce the way he can? So, it's just a lot. There's a lot of stuff that I just feel like is, again, like I said many, many calls ago, I don't envy this front office. This, hey, this isn't easy. Yeah, but, man. Yeah, um, tough decisions to be made. Quick, I know y'all got a lot of callers. Real uh, quick soapbox about the Colin Sexton thing. I don't really – I think the gripe with him is because um, I watch a couple of Cleveland games, and mm-hmm. he's a chuck. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm thinking – you're thinking of a young Russell Westbrook with him when you, he's all – and I don't see that gelling well at all with us. <laughs> so, I don't I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen enough games to see what he's like with this, with this Cavs team that's actually doing well. But – I don't really. 
I don't think that that would be a good. I don't think that would be a good. We need a defending, playmaking point guard. Ideally, I don't know where he's at in the world. If we could find a six-five playmaking defending point guard, six-six, we in the money. Other than that, let's just figure out. Let's just figure out what we got with this team. We got Grimes. I mean, Deuce and all that stuff. So other than that, I'm out. Everybody hit the like button, subscribe, enter the contest for the free snapback. If you don't enter it, just buy it. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, shout out. Shout out to you guys. Yo, I'm not sure people realize what's happening. I've done contests before and I haven't really gotten the response I thought I was going to get today. I'm not going to lie. But maybe, maybe I'm not clear in the instructions. And maybe I'll give a little bit more time since... Because I listen, we we reached 10k on Instagram, right? So shout out to you guys who helped us reach 10k on Instagram. Um, and you know I like to show some appreciation to you guys who support me because it's been it's been a grind. We're doing KOT since 2015, and it took us a while to get to 10k, but we we here now. We 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 here now. So I'm so listen. I'm I'm explaining the rules, and I'm gonna give an extra day too. Right, so here it is. If I go, hold on, let me go to the share screen. So you already see the 10k, the 10k giveaway KOT. All you gotta do is you tag three Knicks players, follow us, of course, and then put this in your stories and you enter. And to put this in the stories, all you gotta do is hit that little little flag button thing. And there's an option to put it into your stories. All right, we giving away, giving away a KOT. I've done give, I've done giveaways before, and people have entered and been happy. And before, I don't know, maybe I didn't make the instructions clear this time, but that's what you have to do to enter. All right. So if you want to do that, you already know what to do. Head to our to our Instagram, and you enter that uh that giveaway. And you're gonna give somebody's gonna get a hat, man. Someone's gonna get a hat. Next caller up. Emil, let us know what you want to talk about, sir. Emil, you there? Emil, you there? Hello? 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 We here, we here, we here, we here. We, here. we got you, we got you, we got you, we got you. <laughs> hey, man, after RJ's shot today, man, I was ready to buy a one-way ticket straight to New York, man. <laughs> I was ready, man. After that step back shot, all right. Yeah, that um, yeah. Woo, that, that step back three was filthy. That was filthy, man. Honestly, hey, RJ Barrett was like unreal tonight. But the person I want to acknowledge is Mitchell Robinson. Like when the Knicks couldn't make a bucket in the fourth, like they were on a massive scoring drought, and yeah. they were actually like they cut it to like fourteen. Mm-hmm. Mitchell Robinson's offensive rebound legit stopped Mavericks momentum completely. Absolutely. That, uh, offensive rebound to the dunk, and then uh, so my game ball goes to Mitch for sure tonight. Like I think he played, he played like unreal. Yeah, um, he saved us yeah. a few times when our, our our office got standing with an offensive rebound and the two handed Shaq put back from Mitch. Yeah, the yep. shots to Mitch. Crazy man, um, but. To be, I'm not sure, like, if we get Turner, I know that it will space the floor. Like, he's more versatile than Mitch. But then you lose out on the offensive um, rebound, for sure. You lose production on the rebounds. Mitch Robinson, he, just, he always manages... He has a good feel for, like, where the ball's going to be. And he always gets a touch rebound. So, I feel like 
I'm, I don't know about Miles Turner too much. So I wouldn't know if his offensive rebounds um, are good, but I would just assume that Mitchell Robinson will do better. Yeah, the, the, the thing, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. But the also the the other thing about that too is Mitchell Robinson. When Mitchell Robinson is playing in Mitchell's full potential, his defensive, uh, what's his word, versatility, is better than Miles Turner when he's being his old yeah. self. Like he he's able to kind of play a little bit more away from the rim on a defensive end, and anchor our defense on more ways than one. And offensive rebounding is definitely one of those ways. So. If, if he keeps this up, it definitely makes it a hard decision to be like, oh, let's, let's just get rid of Mitch. That, it just, because now we're seeing what he's really meant for. If he starts to, you know, keep doing this more, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Steadily. Yeah, also I got the yeah. stats. Yeah. Um, with Mitch and Miles Turner rebounds, are you all right? Mitch pretty much doubles up on offensive rebounds over Miles Turner because Mitch, Mitch is averaging 3.4 offensive rebounds per game this season, and Miles Turner is averaging 1.5 offensive rebounds this season. So if the Knicks were to make a trade for Miles Turner and Mitch goes the other way, yeah, the Knicks would take a dip on the offensive boards. Yeah. Like, well, we're I, not a half-court team. Like, huh? We're not, like, we're not a great half-court team, so every rebound, every offensive rebound. Right. The, the trade-off would be, the trade-off would be, you know, I, and I, uh, I point to the Celtics game. I point to the Atlanta Hawks game, where you know there's times where Randall wants to go one on one and drive to his strong hand, and if, if the big is pulling out the center, he'll be able to finish that out with a a higher regularity than most times because there won't be no big man, there won't be no Robert Williams to block his shot. So that's the pro. If we if we were able to move, Mitch. Yeah. Now in reality. My, I'll be like, oh, let's move Noel and then bring in Turner. That's what I would really like. Then we can have a Mitch Turner tandem, and I would <laughs> love that. Um, but I'm not sure. Like the way yeah. Noel's been injured, I can't see anybody wanting him. <laughs> He's been way too injured this yeah, season. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I I'm sure as well today. Like I think he, I personally think that he played well. His turn, he had some bad turnovers, but than that, like he deferred to RJ, mm-hmm. and he's just his presence is just like it's a big game changer for the team. Like he's needed simply to be a body so that the defense has mm-hmm. to scheme against. Like um, we didn't have him. The opposing defense had zero respect for our offense. Yeah, it's presence. Yeah, I agree. I, I do feel like Knicks fans sometimes underestimate. The attention that Randall brings, sometimes, yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, and with trades, I, I feel like that any trade that you uh, are we losing you? Uh, hello. I think we Still lost there? him. Ill. I think we lost him. Uh, he he's there. It's, look, look, it sounds like it's a lot of static. Okay, he is in, uh, you know, he is like another country. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, surprisingly, we haven't had any problems with him before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hello? Hello? Okay, yeah, back? yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, we can good hear now. 
Um, so yeah, like with a tr- with a trade, I feel like it won't get us any closer to the, our ceiling this year. Like I wouldn't want to lo- like lose too many assets. I would like want a smaller trade, if anything. Mm-hmm. I think that Ob like, even though like our emotions aside, he has to go eventually. If they're, if they're committed to Randall, which I think they are completely, Ob- it's a waste of a pick. At the time, as soon as Randall became an all star, it was a waste of a pick. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I- like it's as sad as it sounds. Like. He's playing eight minutes a game. He was a number eight pick. Yeah, like, he has to go. I agree. I definitely agree with you, man. Man, I'm saying I've been saying this since yeah. last season. He was like, ah, like it's not because I want to get rid of Obi. Like I feel like he's he has a, he has a chance to be really good. He really does, but he's just not going to get that chance here. So he's he's going to have to go eventually. And if if we don't yeah. move him, he's going to want to leave at at some point. I would think. Hundred percent for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. And just one more question. One more question. Um, I just want to get your opinion on this. Um, I feel, personally, I don't think Tibbs will put Kemba back in the lineup. I know it's probably like an unpopular opinion, but the chemistry is growing between the current starting five. Um, and he didn't want him before. The only reason why Kemba played again was injuries. I know he came back and played well, but I feel like now that the starting five's chemistry is starting to grow, like, we don't have a true point, but they're all sharing the rock, so they make up for it in different ways. I, 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 feel, I honestly feel like Kemba... Yeah. Um, then I, I can't... Yo, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I don't necessarily disagree with you. Like, to me, this is a 50-50. To me, this is 50-50, man. Because the way Kemba was balling, it was obviously better when he was... When he was running the show offensively, this, I seemed like there was a more of a show. I mean, more of a flow offensively, but now that offensively we're flowing better and our defense is top 10, I can I can see a world where he's not comfortable letting Kemba back into the starting lineup. I can definitely see that. So, um, that PR move, that PR move, man, whoo, that's going to be another crap storm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's going to be another crap storm. And you got to get the ball out of RJ's hands as well, like to put in Kemba's. Like, RJ, this is the best we've looked if the ball in his hand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, it's like you're, you're stunting him. Not that you're stunting it, but you're giving him less reps as a ball handler and a decision maker. And long term, that's going to be what we want. And Kemba, he'll help us this year, but he, are we going to do a chip this year? Probably not. Uh, long term, having the ball in RJ's hands might just re- that might just hit. That just might just make us better this year, next year, years to come. So, this is, yeah. this, man, I don't envy the front office. I don't envy the coach. <laughs> I don't any. I don't. I don't. Man, this is these are tough decisions. All these decisions yeah. are going to have some crazy blowback, in no matter where you go. Exactly. Either way, it's going to be tough for Tibbs. He's he's going he's to have a lot. He's going to have a lot to determine once Kemba Walker is healthy again and can come back. Sheesh. For real, yo, dang yo, thanks, great call, Emil. Thanks for for chiming in and giving us your two thanks, cents. Hey guys, see guys. All right, all right, all right, man. Thank you. Shout out for my shout out to my guy, Emil. All right, I think we have another caller. Yeah, I think um Steve Nowak. I think that's what um Fritz said in the chat. All right, Steve, let's go, Steve. Let us know what you want to talk about, Steve. 
Well, it's not Steve. It's Stan. If I it mean, was Steve, I'm sorry. Like, yo, I keep doing that. I keep doing that. Was <laughs> my fault, man. My fault. <laughs> sorry about that. But I should have corrected. No, no, that's my fault. I should have corrected you. I should have corrected you. Because I called him first Steve of, before. First of, <laughs> first of all, first of all, Ryan J. Ellis, thank you. The most important thing I want to do is thank you, Jay. Um, um, and, and from the bottom of my heart, that secret recipe you gave me, believe me, the rash went away in like three days with that <laughs> fad you recommended and uh, just a little bit of sandpaper. And, and, and I, I am no longer walking funny. That is the most important thing. I have no okay. idea what he's talking about. But um, yes, you do. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you have to send it, you know, in an unmarked envelope. But that's fine. No, they, um, as far as the center position, you don't touch that. Okay, unless, yeah, if you can, if you can, if you can get Noel and and get the guy to shoot three pointers, that's fine. I don't think that's going to happen. Me um, uh, you know, but Jerry and Grant, if when Kemba when Kemba starts crying, and he will because he did before, um, I wanted to play. I mean, he might as he might as well have said that. And and I know there are a lot of Kemba fans out there, mm -hmm. but um, none are near my house right now, so I don't care. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> no. Um, but um, no, if Jerry and Grant's available, uh, you strike while the iron is hot and why Fournier still has value because Fournier, uh, yeah, he's playing better defense, but this is about as good as you're going to get out of him on defense. Right. Okay. And, and if you put Kemba back in the starting lineup at any point in the future, that you you have you you have a terrible you have a terrible whole left side, so you can't do that. So Jerry and Grant, uh, for, um, is making about what twenty. Uh, Fournier is making thirteen. Um, you can even throw in Knox if you want to, and a second round pick. See if they'll go for that. Um, because Grant can play the three. Right. He can play the three. You don't give up Obi. Uh, there was theoretically way back when there was there was um, there was um, back in the old days with uh, with the Pat Riley Knicks. There was a theory that the Knicks were going to get Kendall Gill. If you don't remember Kendall Gill, he was an All Star. Right. Um, yeah. And it, and there was a theory that the Knicks were going to get Kendall Gill. And use a three-man rotation of Starks, Gill, and Hubert Davis. Well, you could do a three-man rotation of Obi. Um, obviously, not right. You know, uh, not starting. Uh, Randall and Jerry and Grant, but, but Grant at the three because you need that defense. You need that yeah. defense. The need makes need to get bigger. You get with him. You get. You get. You get some rebounding, and you get and you get a seven foot plus wingspan. That's fantastic. You don't touch the center position. Uh, I agree with the previous caller. I don't see a place on this team long term for for um, as you as you know how I feel about uh, well our our 
original starting point guard who's Kemba. now injured. Kemba. Yeah, yeah Kemba. Kemba. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I knew that. I right. was just uh, no Kemba Walker, um, uh, cardiac Kemba. Um, but um, imagine if he made a workout tape and called him. Never mind. Uh, but uh, <laughs> do this workout, you die. It's that good. Um, but no, I mean, if you're going to advance past the first round in the playoffs, and you could now. Jerry and Grant is not shooting the 39% he shot last year. And I believe he shot pretty good this year because he's asked to do a lot. Right. Uh, if, if, but he can knock down the shot. Yeah. If the man did it before he can do it again right now. Um, r- you know, right now, Fournier, um, as smart as he is basketball IQ as, as, you know, good as he is to have on the team, strike while the iron is hot. I mean, he's got trade value now. Yeah, you and know the what? salaries. Yeah, you know what? You know what? I agree. I agree with a few things, but here's the thing. Here's the thing with Pistons, right? The Pistons are right now in a position where their timeline is different now because they have Cade Cunningham. So if if they're going to trade for uh, Jeremy Grant, if they're going to trade away Jeremy Grant. They're going to want young pieces and picks. They're not going to want Evan Fournier because Evan Fournier would just be, you know, trading one old guy for another older guy. So, like, and I do agree with you right now, though, that Fournier has higher trade value. But I feel like if you were to trade Evan Fournier, you would have to trade him to a team who was kind of closer to, like, um, achieving something. Playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not a rebuilding team. Well, no. Yeah. Okay. You you do you do have Knox, who's underutilized, and um, maybe it, it just needs to change the scenery. Right. And if you got to give a, if you throw in the first round pick, you still have well, you still have Dallas's, right? You yeah, know. So uh, all right. So that that's one, two, three. You right. know. So um, all right. So you you've got a young player. You got a first round pick, and you got a guy that can get you points right away. I mean, that might fly. I don't know if it will, but it might. Mm. That might be enough to get you. But if you can get Jerry and Grant, that's a that's a good that's a good guy to have. He can defend the three uh, in a pinch. He can play the four, but that way you get you still keep Obi. You say no, you have to keep Obi because the man will develop into an all star. Yeah, I think, there's no I, question about it. I think that's the problem. I think the biggest problem is you're matching that salary, so you're gonna have to give away. You're gonna have to give pieces that match the salary, right? So, like, I don't. Think well, it's gonna, Fournier. I, think it's, for, I don't think. I don't Fournier. think. Because because of Fournier's um size, and I, and I say size, I mean like how many years he has. Because he has like he's a three years. So I don't see them wanting Fournier. I can, I can more see them wanting Kemba because. At least Kemba's only has this season and the next season. It would have to be like Kemba and somebody else. And maybe like, like it would have to be. I can't see them not taking a young guy. Like, you got to you you let Knox go. Not Knox. Because Knox, Knox, it's, Knox, is, Knox is not giving us Jer- Jeremy Grant. Knox is going to give us a second round pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, straight up. Yeah. All right. He hasn't done enough to prove that he's worth a first round pick or. Or even, you know, worth being the guy in a trade, like like I feel like mm. Ob I feel like Ob IQ 
are people that would have to be sacrificed if you was to get somebody like Jeremy. You you can't yeah. let go of hey, IQ. Hey, I I'm with you, dog. Hey, yeah. I'm with you. You would have <laughs> if you were management. You would have none if you gave IQ away. <laughs> I, I I'm with <laughs> you. I'm with you. I, I, you would I, be an idiot. <laughs> you would think, have no IQ. Yeah, I do <laughs> think Detroit would more look at Obi though because I feel like. Obi would do well in Detroit because Obi's a player where you need to set him up. And with them having Cade Cunningham there mm-hmm. and him running the offense, I feel like Obi would thrive in Detroit. So I think if the Knicks were to go after Jeremy Grant, I think Obi would probably be on top of the list Facts. for players that Detroit would well, for players that that Detroit would want from the Knicks. It would be exactly probably like Obi, mm. Obi Burks, Obi Kemba, and a pick or something. I don't know, something like that. I don't know. Maybe Knox too, but it, I think I feel like it would be something like that if they were going well, to this, do it. This, you know, uh, thankfully we don't have to make the decision. Uh, we we have the front office that got us um, Derek Rose for Dennis um, right. Smith Jr. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, you, you never know what Leon Rose is going to pull off. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and helping. again, thank you for that. Thank you for that, Sav. And, uh, and, uh, and yeah, remember everybody who, who, who got this, because I've heard it, I've heard it around town. Uh, it's 150 grit sandpaper and, uh, that's it guys. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. All right, man. Thank you. Brings you the off the cuff comedy sandpaper jokes. <laughs> trade scenarios what else do you want from a call ryan what else do you want Uh, oh man i I think that's how we're gonna end the call for the night yeah i think that i think that was that's a good way to end it good way to end it for sure but yeah shout out to him and i do i I said this on on the last show talk about jerry grant i do feel like if his role is reduced his three-point shooting will get better but even at his best, I don't think he'll be at Evan's best when it comes to hitting threes. But he'll he'll just have more defense. He'll just have more defense. Yeah. It'll be obvious yeah, and swap to me, really, kind of. Yeah, yeah, pretty much because for me, the only thing that worries me about going after Jeremy Grant is I I still don't know how Jeremy Grant or Julius Randle is going to work on the court together. Yeah, that's the only that's the only issue I have with the trade, but. I mean, defensively, it would be an upgrade. And as you know, since the start of January, Nick's been the best defensive team in the league. So that would just add to that. So, right. And then we, when we play those people, when we play the Giannis's of the world and the and the, the Durant's of the world, it'll be a lot easier with a guy who's 6'8 with a 7 foot wingspan. But, um, you know, it's man, getting that fit and getting that chemistry together, you already see your eyes are right now. We just starting to get it. We, <laughs> we just starting to get it. So, It'll be it will be a process once again for sure. Yeah. All right, man. All right, that was that was our show, man. I'm um now oh now we got the 75 75 views in the chat, man. We had a really really good show today. So I mean I'm we about to we about to dip right now, but definitely check out the show today. And um yeah, if you like the content so far, guys, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button. And we will definitely be back. Full crew back in action on Saturday. Me, Raw, and Ryan G. Three amigos back in here talking that Nick's talk, the KOT show. All right? All right.
All right, so we all be back here on Saturday. So and it's, it's, it's been a minute since we all been back, so I'm really excited to have all of us back. All right. Yes, sir. Shout out, shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to JT Reddick. Shout out to Fritz Alexander. Best mind in the game. Shout out to Brian Gillard. Uh, shout out to D. Nice Sherwin. Buttercup Scotch and everybody else is rocking with the KLT show. Allawise too. Shout out to Allawise and Prezi the boss. All right. Um, but that is our show. Ryan, let them know. Where can they find you, sir? You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. You can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. All right. And also, you already know. You already know. You can find us. Find us on that Instagram page. We just hit 10K. Gunshot to 10K followers. Man, I was. I got to figure out how to do a little swipe up. That's all I really want to do. Just <laughs> I'm, I'm swiping up everything. New show, swipe up. Yes, sir. Merch, fact. swipe up. <laughs> I'm swiping up everything, man. Once I, man, I'm going to figure that out tonight. All right. But <laughs> definitely follow us on Instagram, um, the KOT show. Um, we have a new blog that's up as well. That talks about the Knicks inevitability of of getting Jalen Brunson here on the New York Knicks. So definitely check out our blog at thenicktownshow.com. And also you can get our, our KLT snapbacks there as well. And, you know, follow us on Twitter as well. The KLT Show on Twitter and Facebook. All social medias. Also, you know, I haven't, I haven't even plugged this in a while. And I will. Um, I need to update some graphics. But we're also on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and all that noise as well, not just on YouTube. So, you know, if you want to listen to us there on a drive or something like that as well, you can listen to it on, on those platforms as well. All right. But that is our show. Great show, Ryan. Next show is Saturday. Um, Yeah, that's our show. And as always, shout out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here. All right. That is our show. We are out of here. Peace. York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams.